Welcome to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter. I'm your host, Ann Harrison, and I thank you for coming along with me to talk about Jesus and the writing life. God has given us each a story to share, and your story matters. Okay, so this is a very special interview for me, I am interviewing a teen author, but before we get to that, and before I introduce my special guest, I do want to remind you, those of you that are participating in National Novel Writing Month, NaNoWriMo, <clears throat> this November, which is actually next month, this month, October, is called Preptober, and this is a time, if you're a heavy plotter, or if you're a, a plots a plotzer or a planter, as some people like to call us. Um, now's your time to get prepared to get your novel going, even if you have just a few bare bones ideas for what you're going to write. Um, this is a good time to brainstorm that because NaNoWriMo is coming up in about a month from now. So happy writing and now on with our interview. So today on Inspirational Journeys, I want to welcome my special guest, and Shanti, I may mispronounce your name, Hershenson. Oh, that's perfect. Oh, wow. Okay. Shanti Hershenson, <laughs> who is a teen author. She writes middle grade and young adult sci-fi fantasy. And we're going to be talking about that. So Shanti, why don't you introduce yourself to our listeners and our viewers? So yeah. Hi, my name is Shanti Hershenson. I am currently 15 years old, but I turned 16 in a little under two weeks and um I've been writing for probably about as long as I can remember now it's always something I've just absolutely loved to do however um once the pandemic hit and I was stuck at home and I had nothing to do that was around when I that was when I was around 12 years old I actually started writing my first novel and just from there I never stopped writing so what was the what was the the aha moment the epiphany that in that that made you decide you wanted to be a writer Oh, that's a really good question. When I was a little kid, I just always thought writers were super cool. It was always something I really wanted to do. Uh, I will note that it wasn't something I thought could be like my actual career, mainly because one, I thought writing a book was going to be extremely difficult and if not impossible. And two, I there were some other things I wanted to do at the time. So I not sure when it was that I actually decided like I have to do this I do remember being in fourth grade and that was where um my writing just completely took a turn I was creating a lot more stories like basically a new story every day or every week just with like a little pen and paper and I remember thinking you know hey I should like publish this and um I didn't publish it so I think definitely around when I was like 10 years old, I was like, you know, that little like, oh, this is impossible turns into like, oh, I need to do this someday. But I thought it was something I was going to do when I was much older. Um, I did not realize this was something I was going to do when I when I was still in middle school and now high school. Well, I will tell you sometimes and I'm a Christian, so I'm going to I'm going to put it out there like I see it if you're OK with that. But sometimes God gives us these ideas and allows us to do things a lot earlier than we expect. <laughs> so did you take any writing classes? I don't think I took a writing class until my freshman year of high school. So that was last year. I'm a sophomore now. Um, of course, like I'd, um, you know, I spent a lot of time writing. I had like classes in school, but it wasn't really like 
you know, we didn't have a creative writing subject until I reached high school. So really, I didn't take a writing class. I thought about it, um, but I ended up just kind of jumping right into just writing books. Did you ever, have you participated in any writing contests? I've participated in a few. I don't remember if I've won any. I think I've, like, some, like, um, school contests I've won. Um, and then, of course, like, I've entered, like, book awards now and stuff. Oh, wow, that's amazing. <clears throat> Girl, I'm 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 way older than you are, and I'm still working on. Well, I've published a few books, but not to to the extent that you have, and um, I'm still working on my my middle grade because <laughs> it would took a lot of shifts. So yeah, it takes time sometimes, but sometimes you just you just do you just it. Some some people are faster writers writers than others. So when you do your um write your books. Do you plot your books, or or are you a plotter or a pantser, or do you plan a uh, plot a uh, plan a little, pants a little? Are you a plotter? I'm definitely somewhere in between. Um, usually I start writing well once I'm no longer working on a first draft, and um, once I have some sort of concrete idea, I'm always writing a book and I'm always editing a book. Um, but usually when I start writing, I have very little knowledge of what's going to happen. Maybe I know some of the characters, maybe I have like an ending in mind or some big scene, but other than that, really, it's just kind of up to where the story takes me. I will note though, that as I continue writing, what usually happens is that, um, I start to develop more plot points. And then from there, I figure out like what's going to happen. And usually by around the halfway point to like the three quarters point of the book, I basically know everything that's going to happen from that point leading on. Although all of these stories surprise me in some ways. There's always some scene that like makes changes everything that I don't expect. That's like part of the fun of it. So are you an avid reader? I am. Yeah, I read (laughs) a lot. I I will say I don't read as much as I used to just because between writing and everything else, there's not a lot of time, but I try to read every single day if I can. Oh, wow. See, I wish I could get my daughter to, to be that avid as a reader. And she's about a year younger than, than you are. And I have a niece that's uh, almost, uh, well, almost your, almost your age. So a little bit, a little bit older maybe, but yeah, I wish I could get my, the teens in my life to read as much as you do, or as much as I did when I was your age. So I noticed you have writers as characters in your books. Does this happen with all your books or just your fantasy and sci-fi? Not all of the books. Um, not even like all of my fantasy and sci-fi books. There's a couple books I have that have writer characters. Of course, like the Bane of Angel Fall Academy and then Hell of Hazard Heaven are two prime examples of that. Really, I enjoy writing about writing because, you know, I love to write. So um, it's always fun to like kind of you know write books like that but also on the other hand it can be kind of stressful because you know writing it sometimes points can be stressful and I have to portray that in the books um in really you know developing characters who are also writers is like there's so much more to think about because I have to think about like okay well what are their writing habits because they can't just be carbon copies of me in terms of how I write mm-hmm. so in that way it can be kind of interesting um but I also enjoy um writing characters that aren't writers too because there's so many different professions that I can write with these characters and um, so it's also fun. So <clears throat> how did you learn about the Hidden Gems books program? Ooh, I don't remember. It's been on my marketing spreadsheet for months now. Um, I think from an article, I um, was looking up lists of like ways to distribute ARCs, and that was one of them that came up. 
Um, with this book release, I am really ex um, like experimenting with an ARC program and really doing multiple different services to try and distribute these books to people. And this is one of the ways I've done it. Oh. And um, there's also, I use book sirens. And then I actually, I collect my own mailing list just for my social medias. I'm a subscriber. The best. You, I'm a fan. I'm on your list. Just Thank so you. you. <laughs> and I like to champion yeah. authors. Well, young writers too. Yeah, I um. Do Do you get my emails like on my mailing list? I haven't gotten them yet. I just signed up today. Oh yeah, then because I I send out um often like um requests for new books. I have a new book that should be coming out in March. It depends um because I have another book coming out in December that um I'm not supposed to reveal yet. So that's a oh, secret. Well, I mean, we will we will not spoil the secrets. Yes, no one. <laughs> knows what book it is but I have another book coming out in December that's like a slightly smaller release and then I have another big um novel releasing uh, cool. which I'm going to be collecting our creators for soon cool so keep your inbox oh well I will I definitely will because yeah. I got quite a few arcs on my list too so um my question here is okay so what was your inspiration behind the Bane of Angel Fall Academy. Let's talk about that one first because that's the one I'm reading. I know you've done a lot, but that one came from two different ideas, actually. Not I mean not exactly two different ideas, two different sources of inspiration. One of them, and this is um actually it's a very old idea of mine, the school for writing and the character who struggles a bit with writing. I think that was an idea I wrote down in my notes app and I don't remember where that one came from exactly. Um but I remember writing it down probably around the time I was actually writing my first novel because if I look it's definitely from when I was in like sixth grade or seventh grade. Um, and it just sat there in my notes app for a really long time, as do so many of my ideas. And then when I was in around eighth grade, right before I started writing the book, I had a dream. And in the dream, I was like running away from this monster. And I was in this like um, crazy looking boarding school with all of these cool features. And as soon as I woke up, I wrote down everything I could remember. And then those two ideas came together where I decided this weird boarding school with this monster was going to be Angel Fall Academy. And then the monster was going to be the character that the um, main character, Devin, created. And then as soon as that came together, I started writing and I just absolutely fell in love with this idea. And um, that was also like, I think, where I came up with the idea of the characters coming to life. Because before it was just a character navigating a, you know, boarding school for writing and she's not a good writer. But then I added in this, you know, like these simulations and how they affect the character's imaginations and this monster and these and this like you know her fantasy characters and then it all really came together in this very elaborate very chaotic confusing idea that took forever to write and was a very annoying process it was a very annoying process um but now it's done it's edited it's published and i don't have to worry about it anymore right but see the, the funny thing i like is how the cool thing i like is how her your character's character all uh jumps between realities yeah jumps between worlds i've never seen that in a book and i thought that was so cool it was so confusing but it was so worth it to write and i think that book especially really helped me develop my writing because i really learned so much more about like tying all these plots together and making sure everything's connected and making sense so i have a question okay so did you self-publish your books or did you have a publisher do it for you uh, yeah, I self-publish. I do all of my own promotion and marketing. Um, however, I do think in maybe a year, maybe two years, I do want to start querying my books just because 
um, it's an interesting experience, and I want to know what it's like to actually, you know, well, publish me... with a publisher rather than, like, doing all the work myself. Okay, because let me know when you are ready for that, because I do have a friend who um, I'm going to sh- give a shout out to Jen Lowry, Monarch Educational Services. Um, you want to look them up because uh, they are, she is a small, um, a small traditional publishing house. So keep her in mind as a, I'm going to, I'm going to throw a, a, a plug for um, Monarch Educational Services because I've read some really good books that come through there. <laughs> yeah, of course. Cause yeah, yeah, I am always looking for, you know, new opportunities to publish and new ways to publish too. Right. So I, I do, and I will let her know that I've refer, rec- recommended you too at some point. So, okay. So, and I noticed one thing, cause I am totally blind and you, that book, the, there's part of that book that really spoke to me because you said your character knew what the braille was on the outside of the hall of the, of on the, on the outside of the doors in the hallway. How did she know that? I mean, and, and you said she lost her sight. How did you come up with that, that, that adding that little detail in there? Oh, I don't remember. That was so long ago. Really. I just look for new ways to um sort of like, you know, diversify my characters. When I saw that, I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Um, but okay. So have you noticed, and I'm I'm asking this, I'm picking your brain here from a marketing research okay. standpoint, <laughs> because I'm, like I said, I'm doing a, a middle grade. Have you noticed that, has it like when you put your middle grades on KU, do you seem to get more sales from that? Or have you tried it publishing wide first? So I've um went wide with a couple books of mine, and I think they do okay. But I do really like um Kindle Unlimited because there are a lot of people that read exclusively on Kindle Unlimited. And um what I find is I do get a lot of page reads, and I feel like the page reads end up um equaling more sales um than when I do release the books wide. However, um there are a lot of benefits to wide releasing books that I think um I'm interested in checking out for like my upcoming releases. Yeah, I was, because uh, the reason I asked that is because I wanted, because I'm seeing this, and I, I'm not saying I've read, like, tons of books on, no, um, but there's a few children's book authors who self-publish, and middle grade and YA especially is where I've seen it a few times, where the authors will do KU, the self-published authors will do KU for those books, even though the paperback may be distributed wide, but KU is where they start. And I was just curious about that. Yeah, for me, I um usually have the hardcovers wide and the ebooks exclusive. Um typically what I find is there are a lot of people that just read ebooks on Kindle, but there are some benefits to releasing ebooks as opposed to paperbacks in other places. Um because definitely the ebooks get more sales wide than the um paperbacks do. Um, like it's a very disproportionate ratio because the majority of people that want to buy books online are just gonna buy them on Amazon. Right. And I know that, you know, with paper books, with paperbacks and hardcovers, you can put them in the indie bookstores and stuff like that. But I thought I'd, you know, thought I'd ask you about that, too, because I'm kind of, I'm th- I'm not, I mean, I'm not ready to publish it. I've still got some work to do on mine. But I'm thinking about it, maybe not keeping it on KU indefinitely, but at least testing the waters. Yeah, I think it's something that's, like, worth a shot. There are some, like, pros and cons to it, but overall, I think it's, like, you know, authors should try it and see if it works for them in their marketing. 
Yeah. Okay, cool. So anybody who's publishing a children's book, and if you've seen it yourself, um, I would, well, we recommend trying KU and see, you know, you don't have to do it forever, but test the waters to see, you know, where it gets you. So, so other than, um, um, Oh my gosh, Helipaths of Heaven. I couldn't think of the name of it. Um, do you have anything that you're working on that you'd like to, that you can talk about right now? Ooh, I'm about to announce a new project, but I can give you like a sneak peek. I just um a couple weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, I started a new project. And it's a lot different from everything else I've written because typically everything I write is sort of magical and like sci-fi in some way. Um, previously, Helipads in Heaven was, like, my closest book to being, like, realistic and completely contemporary, but, I mean, it's a time travel book, so it's still not entirely. The book I'm writing right now, no magic, no futuristic technology, it takes place in, like, 2014, and it has to do with a character getting lost in the mountains, or that's a part of it, but it's also a character trying to, like, overcome all of her, like, grief, and, like, she finds solace with animals, uh, but then that somehow gets her into this whole life or death scenario where she has to survive. Um, so it's like it's a very consulting book because the first half of the book is very calm and sort of slow and developing. And then the second book is like action. Um, but overall, it's not like anything else I've written because it's still very, very, very realistic and accurate to real life um, in contrast to so many of my other books. Yeah, you know, that that sounds like... <laughs> Yeah, because I've 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 like fantasy too. So, um, do you do you hire an editor or how do you what um how do you get your your books edited? Because I know it's better to have uh, multiple eyes on your work. Oh, definitely. Yeah. So first, I always do um two rounds of usually two rounds of editing on my own, where I read through and I make sure everything's okay. Then I have a writing coach who goes through and looks at it and like finds any grammatical errors and also like lets me know if the plot makes sense or if there's any plot potholes um and then after that I usually read through it one more time uh it depends on the book though some of my books have had I think five or six drafts others only have like four um but definitely another like pair of eyes is so important because I find there's like so many different things I just miss and I don't even realize I've missed them until like you know I'm in that last read through I'm like oh my gosh how did I not see this mm-hmm Yep. So, and I'm sure you've, your parents have been really supportive, haven't they? Yeah, of course. Wow. Okay. So have you, have you joined any writing groups? So I have, and I haven't, I should join some local writing groups because I really should meet more people. Um, But I actually host an online writing group on discord, which has been a very interesting experience um, ah. because I can connect teen writers to other teen writers and then create a community um where everyone like supports each other but also managing a community of almost a thousand people online can be very difficult so I have a lot of um like other teenagers none of which who I've actually met in real life so they're all like online friends of mine that help me um run it and make sure everything is going smoothly oh okay well I just wanted to put a plug in if you're looking for another free writing group where you can do write-ins and I know you're in school right now so it might not work but write-ins and accountability and stuff like that um, check out 540writerscommunity.com. I will. Thank you. Yeah, because that's, I mean, we do have one other teen writer in our group. Um, so you, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be alone in that, uh, at that, in, in that age range. So, uh, <clears throat> so do you have any encouragement for other teen writer, young writers out there? 
I do, a really big thing of mine, because I hear this so much from so many people, and it's, of course, obviously, like, teenagers, who are like, oh, I'm too young to write a book, I'm just gonna do it when I'm older, um, but what I find is that's not the case, and you're really never too young, or on the other hand, too old to write a book, and this goes for adults, too, because I know there are a lot of adults that see me, and then they feel discouraged, because maybe they haven't, like, yet written um, a lot of books, maybe they haven't even written one book, and they see me, and they're like, oh, I can't do this, this kid's already, you know, doing it um but the fact is really the only way to get better and to actually you know complete that first book is just to write uh, and that kind of brings me to my second thing write every single day and I recommend writing the same amount every single day that's what I do I say this is like the same thing I say every single time someone asks me is the biggest thing for my writing productivity has been to write the same amount every single day I have been writing around a thousand words sometimes more if it's over the summer never less since I was 12 years old and I'm almost 16 now, which means really for nearly like four years, I've just been writing nonstop every day. And wow. now like I can't go a day without writing. I just, this is something that's a part of my routine, like brushing my teeth or taking a shower. Wow. Okay. So, and I want to give you some encouragement, keep writing and keep encouraging others to write because your story matters. Stories matter so much even if it is through fiction, and I'm learning that myself as a writer, but but stories matter, and you have a you have a message to share with the world, and you do it in a way that that where well, your books are clean, you know. And I have seen some some I've, I've heard of and seen some not so clean work out there, and when you can keep it, you keep your 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 books clean yet imaginative and meet the other kids right where they are that's what I, I i champion you for that i'm cheering you on for that because that is such a great opportunity to share you know your stories with the world and maybe reach other kids who don't who don't write and inspire them yeah it's always um really important to me that my books especially like the ones that are for you know middle grade and young adults are like fairly clean especially when the characters are younger um like I have I don't think I don't have any books that are like I have some books of course that have like the fantasy violence in them and like some like very 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 minor like language in the books where the characters <clears throat> are like adults but those are not the books that are to be read by younger kids so <laughs> um especially I think the Bane of Angel Fall Academy is a very good example of that because it has a lot of action it has some violence but not like anything horrible just like some you know intense moments and oh, yeah. it's like I feel like it could be read by people who are younger, maybe like 10 years old, but I think it can also be enjoyed by people who are older, like adults, and I very much enjoyed writing it, and I think I would enjoy it now. And I'm having a hard time putting it down. <laughs> oh, I'm glad. Okay, so if anybody wants to connect with you, um, where can they find you online? So you can find me in an abundance of places, um, one of which, of course, is my website. It's shantihershenson.com. That's S-H-A-N-T-I-H-E-R-S-H-E-N-S-O-N.com. I have links to all of my books. I have most of my interviews posted, though I'm behind on a fair amount because I have to remodel um, the press page. Also, just giving me a Google, you can find like most of my stuff, interviews, everything like that. Also, um, you can find me on Instagram, which is at Shanti Hershenson, and TikTok, where right now, from October 1st to October 15th, I am literally posting every single day. <laughs> so, um, 
just look me up, see what you can find. And really, I um, pop up in very strange places. Like, all of my books are available on Amazon, but I also found them on the Walmart website at one point. So, it's just, you'll find me. Question about TikTok. How have you, how has TikTok helped you um, with, you know, marketing your book and, and, and all of that? Or is that what you use it primarily for? Yeah, I always, um, like, my main use of TikTok, other than to watch TikToks, like, I do, I watch a lot of TikTok in my free time, but also I use it to market my books, and this is something I started doing when I was in around seventh grade, and although it's not the only thing I do, it's been extremely helpful, because I get to reach an audience that's primarily teenagers, and there's also a lot of young writers on TikTok who are seeking inspiration, and I think the algorithm is very great for that. Um, and I really like the way TikTok um, reaches people, particularly, um, you know, my exact target audience. And really, it's like, it's an additional thing that I do that really helps me build a platform and keep that platform online. Because, you know, someone can buy one of my books, but it doesn't mean they're going to be notified when I release another. But with social medias like TikTok and Instagram, when they follow me, then they're going to know I'm releasing another book. So they enjoy one book and they read another, but otherwise they might not necessarily know. Well, people can follow you on Amazon, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I did. <laughs> Girl, you got a fan. And I love your work. And I, and I, and I, you know, I just, I, I just, I'm just cheering you on. I, cha- I, I, I champion you because, because I, I, you have a, you've, you've got a lot. You wrote what, 26 books, 27 books published? 13? Almost 15. Almost 15 of those? Yeah. Wow. I am, that release, it's, I'm currently 15 years old, and it's going to be my 15th published book, and it releases on October 15th, Um, but October 15th is actually my 16th birthday, so. Wow, well, happy early birthday. <laughs> Thanks. <clears throat> so, any final words you want to, you, anything you want to add, or anything that I've missed before we close this out? Ooh, I don't know. I don't think so. Okay, so we challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. Thanks for joining us on Inspirational Journeys, and remember, your story matters. Have a blessed day, everyone. So I challenge you today to go out there and read to get inspired, write something inspiring, and share your creation with the world. For when you've touched one life, you've touched thousands. You've been listening to Inspirational Journeys, Stories That Matter, with your host, Anne Harrison. If you like what you've heard on today's episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your friends, and leave a rating or review on your favorite podcast platform. Visit my website at AnnWritesInspiration.com, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and follow me on Facebook and Pinterest at AnnWritesInspiration and on Twitter at AnnWrites75 for more inspirational content. Thanks for listening, and remember, your story matters.